WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. Chicago community activist Xavier Ramey says there are coordinated attacks on the Black Lives Matter movement. Over the weekend, he saw protests that didn't make sense, and he's urging folks to stay at home if they're not part of a planned response against police brutality. WBEZ's Natalie Moore sat down with Ramey to talk about safety, community development, and the importance of nuance. With all of the unrest the past few days, you've said that this moment in Chicago has been co-opted and that the marching and protesting should stop now. Why? Well, um, not that the marching and protesting should should stop completely. I think we need to get back to marching and protesting. When I say that it's been co-opted, I mean that there are outside groups and there are some inside groups, I believe, that uh, have taken the narrative of what we were marching for, which is to make Black Lives Matter, uh, to to push for not only police reforms, but revolutions in how we think about safety, security, uh, as well as the uh, development of black and brown uh, communities. Uh, that message has been lost in many ways. It was so it was so odd to see one so many white faces in this march, which was good. And a lot of us were really, really happy and excited about that. But there was also a contingent of that where um, we saw them specifically agitating police more. We saw them specifically being the ones who threw the bottles at cops, agitating and moving things towards violence and destruction when people were trying to peacefully march. That is not to say that people of color were not also doing that, but that is to say that there's a new element and a different element of increased white participation. And I don't know whether it was privilege or whether it was ignorance that led to the way in which they engaged. When I've seen BLM for Black Lives Matter spray painted in Chicago or around the country, I thought, I've never seen that before from Black folks locally. Uh, What kind of tags were you seeing and what alarmed you about those tags? Yeah. So, so, so first a lot of, a lot of organized protesters don't they're not spray painting stuff down. <laughs> um, they're also not marching for the purpose of looting. They're marching for the purpose of protesting. Those are very different things. Protesters are not the same as people who are looting. Looting is not the same as people who are rioting. Those are different types of actions. And I would love for folks to you know, get that nuance. And I know it's a nuance, but I would love for them to walk away with this, knowing that there's a difference between those three types of actions. Do you believe most Chicagoans will be able to tell the difference between no. marching? <laughs> no, I do not think that most Chicago. I mean, you would have to be a bit of a student of social change work, right? You'd have to know. I mean, Dr. King, it was the same elements when Dr. King was marching. Speaking of Dr. King, we know that the West Side didn't recover from the riots following his assassination in 1968. What long-term impact do you see for the South and West sides of Chicago in the aftermath of the unrest we've seen the past few days? You know, Natalie, I've been on the phone, I feel like, for the last 16, 20 hours with community leaders around the city. Um, folks who've worked long and hard, like myself, who's a native of North Lawndale and has done community development projects, and I spent years and years raising millions of dollars. It, it's, it's such a, a difficult moment because... I, and I know a lot of people, understand the angst, and I support the angst. I support the outpouring. I support the evidence of righteous anger that has been suppressed. And at the same time, I've had my hands at the plow, and it's hard to see the land ripped up. That's the, the rock and the hard place that so many of us are, are in between. 
between right now. And there's no easy answer. There's no easy feelings either. But I think that it's going to take a generation to repair what we've lost right now. All of Chicago needs to be rebuilt. The question right now is, will there be any urgency around organizing those resources set aside for the rebuilding to prioritize black and brown communities? Or are we once again going to rebuild State Street? Are we once again going to flood money and capital and special projects and TIF dollars and all that stuff onto Michigan Avenue or the Roosevelt Corridor over there in the South Loop? Are we going to be funneling money into those directions or are we going to take these funds and we know they are scarce? And so that's why the urgency behind those funds and the allocation is important. Are we actually going to have a neighborhood-based strategy? And I, I, Mayor Lightfoot, is your call. <laughs> 